this is Andrew Lynn, music director of New York City Ballet, welcoming you back to see the music. As you all know, the entire performing arts industry is on hold for the foreseeable future, but we wanted to keep bringing you content from our archives. So you're about to hear a premiere broadcast of a live see the music from the Koch Theater, taped on May 18th, 2019. The subject is the music from the Balanchine Ballet called Brahms Schoenberg, a fascinating arrangement and orchestration of the Brahms G minor piano quartet. Your host is the charming and vibrant Clotilda Otranto. Please enjoy. of music and ballet. I'm Clotilde Otranto, resident conductor of the New York City Ballet Orchestra. It's a pleasure to be here with you conducting our talented musicians. We will get a glimpse of the Brahms Piano Quartet in G minor, orchestrated by Schoenberg. Maybe you have seen Brahms' pictures. He looked very serious, but he had a witty spirit. Once he was asked to give an autograph, he quickly jotted down a few notes of the Johann Strauss Blue Danube, which he loved so much, writing underneath. Unfortunately, not composed by Johannes Brahms. <laughs> Schoenberg also has interesting stories. One time he wrote that one of the main reasons for orchestrating this Brahms quartet was, and I quote, that the original piece was always very badly played. The better the pianist, the louder he plays. I love that he said he plays, anyway. <laughs> and nobody could hear nothing of the strings. He wanted us to hear all the voices, everything like this.
This dark theme is the opening cell which practically dictates the first movement. There are other themes, many others contrasting, some almost light or hopeful, but the first one always returns, even completely transformed. That's a trademark for Brahms. He loves transforming things, bringing back the initial somber and dark mood. movement reminds me of a rustic landscape. The novelty is the use of repeated notes, which we call pedal point. At the beginning, the second violins play repeated notes, and many other instruments will, will play it also, and, but they play more than 50 times smoothly and with a lot of love, I guarantee to you and the exquisite oboe and English horn dance around freely. introverted theme is followed by torture moments. The new insisting melody played by the French horn, the English horn, and the violas is begging to be heard. the third movement, intensely lyrical, but also dense and rich. It invites you to dream big.
And why not a noble and triumphant military march in triple meter, which is very unusual, with a touch of abandonment that reminds us of fireworks. <laughs> Brahms goes wild. He creates the Rondo alla Zingaresa, alternating exciting moments with seductive passages like this one. the sound of the cymbalum, a popular string instrument to get an authentic folk touch. Schoenberg gives the effect to the xylophone and adds cymbals, glockenspiel, and snare drum to complement the Hungarian flavor. In this passage, the strumming effect of the cymbalum is played by almost the entire orchestra while the clarinets, actually starting with the E-flat clarinet, have a shining, fun moment. Balanchine choreography matches every musical nuance. It's magical. It indulges your senses. I love the Stravinsky quote. Balanchine was more of a musician than a choreographer, and perhaps that's why he and I connected so much. And as you know, for him, it was music first. We thank you so much for being with us, and we hope that the music and the dance will inspire, move, and transport you to the romanticism of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Thank you.